Hello America and welcome to the first episode of uh, End of the Wild. Uh, this is a podcast by Earl Baldwin, the Greenback Wild Man, that's me, and this is a uh, a Rosa Vita Studios side production. Um, we delve into a little bit deeper subject material that we don't necessarily have time to cover in an episode of My American Journey as seen on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, this podcast is made by me and it'll be made, I'm going to attempt to, uh, put out one episode a week if I can on one particular, on one particular day of that said week. And, uh, this is my first one. I'm a little nervous about it, but just saying with me here, um, we're going to be discussing, uh, well, like the name implies, we're going to be discussing the wild and, um, Today, I am actually watching it rain in a patch of woods that I know well. I'm sitting here watching squirrels and, and blue jays. I'm watching them fight over, uh, over white oak acorns. And um, an interesting fact for you squirrel hunters out there, maybe the folks that are just getting into squirrel hunting, um, Oftentimes, a blue jay is a squirrel indicator, so because they eat a lot of the same things, they share a lot of the same kind of territory. Now, oftentimes, they'll they'll fight for the same kind of foods. Actually, sometimes if you're sitting still hunting for white-tailed deer, you'll notice blue jays and squirrels uh, combating over food. Even um, that's a thing. It's gently raining today, but it doesn't seem to be bothering the stir of the creatures. Uh, in fact, they're stirring quite heavily. I, I think that's a... Oftentimes, when a front's coming in, you'll have that. You'll have... Um, especially small game moves very heavily just before a front or as a front's coming in. Uh, often, a really good time. The barometric pressure is always just perfect. For whatever reason, it's a great time to go small game hunting. Uh, raccoons and squirrels in particular. Um, it's also a great time to go if you've got a, uh, a skunk issue. A great time to get out and manage your skunk population. Because I know those things can be a nightmare if you let them go. Um, the town of Greenback where I live is actually suffering a... Uh, a pretty massive skunk invasion right now and of course all the local population thinks oh you know they're so cute and everything and and they a skunk is a, a baby skunk is a, a rather cute little little creature and everything has its place but when you get a massive abundance of uh, one particular kind of animal especially something as um, as destructive as a skunk uh, not only can they, you know, you the spray your pets and things like that, and you got the smell factor with a skunk, but you've also got a uh, pretty heavy digging factor. Skunks, um, most of their prey is a uh, subterrain, you know, under under the ground. They do a lot of digging. They can really do some damage to your lawn and uh, even to your cow fields and things like that if you have cattle. So it's good to maintain those populations. Um, right before a front on a full moon night is a great time to go out. You don't need anything specific, a two cell flashlight and a 22 rifle. 
Um, it's perfect for skunk, skunk patrol, if you will, going on skunk patrol. Um, be sure, of course, to check your local, your uh, local wildlife regulations. You know, you don't want to be breaking the law by walking around with a, with a light and a gun. Um, most states have spotlighting laws to keep people from shooting white-tailed deer of the night, which is that's a great idea. I'm wholeheartedly for any law that uh, that keeps people from poaching animals. We don't want to. Anytime you kill an animal, you should do it in reverence, and if if at all possible, you could use every bit of that animal for some reason. And if not, there's no there's no reason other than maybe pest control that that you should kill an animal. Um, like I said, if it's if it's being a nuisance or damaging your property, then by all means, you know, remove it. But um, use some reverence about it. All life is sacred. Everything was put here for a reason. Um, even though we as human beings sometimes we tend to we tend to forget that, and that's kind of what this podcast is all about. We're going to be covering some of the things that we as a generation are starting to forget things um things about nature you know and as we further progress in in time i i feel like uh the human race is devolving more so than evolving uh 200 years ago people could they could tell you what the weather was going to be based on a series of things and instead of the Doppler radar and things that we've got now your your great great grandmother could come outside the cabin and sniff the air and tell you there was a rain coming or she could look at the way the wind blew the leaves and you could see the underside of the leaves and she knew then you know, they could they could tell things by watching the animals. They could tell if we were going to have a bad winter that year or if we were going to have a mild winter. And things like this have gone by the wayside and, and are even considered foolish by some folks in uh, today's standards. And that's because I believe as time marches on, more and more of the forest is is leaving and and more of the subdivisions and cities are going up and as those subdivisions and those cities are going up there's less forest for for us to escape into for us to go and clear our mind the world's getting smaller and as it does this we're forgetting things that we had that were essential for our survival as human beings and we're uh, cutting ourselves off from everything slowly but surely and kind of putting ourselves inside of a little bubble if you will and that little bubble is our reality and so many times you know so much time invested in, in sitting in front of a little glowing screen and that's sad it really is. Children, the child obesity rating in this country is pathetic. Um, the other things that go along with children 
in general. Um, go to Walmart sometime. That's a nightmare. Go out there and, and watch children behave. Watch how they uh, treat their parents. They're spoiled rotten and, and they get everything that they want. And they'll have something in their hand that they're going to get at Walmart and then be screaming for something else. I want that too. Well, life doesn't work like that. You, a lot of times you don't get to have your cake and eat it too. And, and it's okay to say no to a kid once in a while, and that's just not happening. Uh, as they grow up like this, these kids, you know, they, they grow up inside that little bubble, and their possessions are 100% of who they are. And uh, You can hear that rain picking up. As we wander further from the woods, common sense, the common sense factor of America is decaying away. Like I said, we as a, a society, we as people in general are devolving. I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, situational awareness is getting to be a thing just going to the wayside. People don't pay attention to what's going on around them, the world outside that little bubble. Most of them, like I said, are glued to a little glowing screen. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it or not, but there's a plane flying over right now. There's nowhere that I can go to get away from all this racket and bustle, hustle, and, and just everyday foolishness anymore. Uh, you can't very, very few places that you can go to escape human racket. Anyway, um, it's important now to find these places. We were talking about this in episode seven of My American Journey. If if uh, if you're a fan, great. I'm tickled to have you uh, checking out our podcast. But uh, if you haven't seen an episode of uh, My American Journey. If you have Amazon Prime, you can check it out for free on Amazon Prime. Uh, we have seven episodes as of right now. We filmed half of uh, episode eight. It is a Rosa Vita Studios production. Also, um, we as human beings are really starting to... Um, we're starting to forget where we came from. If you if you forget where you're coming from, uh, someone famous, I don't know who it is that I can quote here. Um, someone at one time was quoted, and this is a pretty famous quote, saying, um, those who do not know their history are doomed to repeat it. Well, more and more people are starting to see history as a... I, an unnecessary subject to learn. And they're starting also to see history as, even though it is a fact, seeing it as something that's too offensive. Oh, it's that hurts my feelings that this occurred in the past. So what we need to do is just erase it and pretend it never happened. Um, much as you see uh, Civil War, Confederacy, things like this... Um, being shoved under the rug. Anything historic involving the Confederacy 
or um, anything like that being not taught in schools correctly or at all. Um, just little things like this, you know, the destroying of statues and stuff like this. If people don't know the history of things, how do you avoid these things from happening in the future? Well, you can't say, well, you remember 200 years ago this, this occurred, this very thing occurred and it caused a war. Well, no, we don't, we don't remember it occurring because we're not teaching it in schools anymore. In fact, we're, we're pushing history under the rug and not teaching kids the importance of history at all. Um, we have a massive amount of information at our fingertips that we can get at at any time. We have unlimited access, but there's so little knowledge. Uh, the stupid factor. I mean, there, there's there's stupid facts out there that are irrelevant, and they are everywhere. Um, Kids can quote every word of a pop song, but they can't look at the sky and tell you where Polaris is. Uh, I mean, Ursa Major, Ursa Minor, they, they can't look at the sky and tell you where a constellation is. They can't look at a bird on a fence row and say, oh, that's a bluebird. He is... Um, He's here year-round, you know. They can't... They can't decipher things that are important. Just just everyday silliness, and... It's really sad, and I'm hoping through this podcast that we can encourage folks to get their kids outside and get them moving around and, and just, um... You know, teach them about the outdoors and put them in it and get them outside of that bubble and away from the glowing screen. We um we really need it. There's a lot of hopeless negativity, and and the reason why I think that uh, the hopeless negativity is thriving in America is because we have based our society into three classes. You've got the lower class, the middle class, and the upper class. That's that's wrong. I don't. All these classes are economically based. But I have seen, in my experience, in my life, I've known people that live very minimum existences. They don't make a lot of money. They don't have fancy cars. They don't have giant... Um, 120 inch flat screen TVs in their homes they don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses and by far for the most part those people are much happier people and I think that's rich I think that's upper class when you've got someone that's truly happy to be alive and they can enjoy the everyday little things Lonesome Dove series uh, by Larry McMurtry is one of my favorite books, stories. Um, they had a mini-series on TV years ago, of course, with Robert Duvall and Tommy Lee Jones. And um, I love it. And Augustus, Robert Duvall's character. Augustus McRae is a Texas Ranger. 
And he's quoted in both the book and the movie saying, it's all about the everyday little things. Like a nice cool glass of buttermilk, he says. You know. And that, that's 100% true. I'm sitting here right now and I'm watching these squirrels fight with these blue jays in the rain over acorns. And I'm enjoying my existence right now. I'm enjoying the is. And I didn't pay a lot of money to come to this like I would if it was an opera or something in the city. And it's really basic. I'm I'm watching a couple tree rats fight some blue jays over an acorn or two. And at the end of the day, little things like this, you know, getting out into the wild and and just forgetting, you know, the the stresses of trying to keep up with just paying bills and things like this. Uh, you're meant for more than this. You're not meant to just be here and pay bills and then one day die. Um, you're meant for much more than that. You've got a purpose in life. Everyone does. And, um, we get sidetracked very easily in these times that we live in. And we get to looking into frivolous things how much money I'm making, how how uh, how nice of a car I drive. and These things, one of these days you're going to go into a hole and it's going to be about six foot tall by six foot deep. Or at least mine will. I'm kind of a short guy. It doesn't look like it on camera, but I'm actually only about 5'9 in real life. Um, kind of a small dude. I only weigh 160 pounds. The camera adds 10 pounds though so I look a little bit look a little bit heavier to you guys when you, if you're watching the show <laughs> but even that's not important now don't get me wrong your health you need to take care of yourself people love you they need you here and um, so it's important to take care of yourself you can't just sit around stuffing pork rinds all day although pork rinds are very low in carbs and they're uh so in that, you know, everybody say carbs are the enemy or whatever. Pork rinds don't have many, but we can't, uh, you can't just neglect yourself. You need to take care of yourself. People, um, people rely on you. They need you. And don't ever think for 10 seconds that, that people don't need you and that you're worthless. Don't ever think that. Don't ever let anybody make you think that. Uh, you're special and important. Oh, there's a great blue heron flying over. That's pretty neat. Always great to come out into the wilderness and, and just watch how it... how things unfold, the different creatures and what have you. Um, as we go throughout this podcast, we'll be uh, we'll be bringing in uh, some of my good friends, my good mountain man buddies that I've that I've made over the years. Some of my music buddies also as well. We'll be discussing different uh, 
different manly topics for the most part and we'll be talking about history also in some of these and maybe even um get into a little bit of uh you know farming and agriculture the wilderness in general uh survival there'll be different topics as we go along hopefully we're we're trying to uh to have something for everybody and i'm trying to have non-toxic masculinity that's actual true masculinity um the media has a really bad rap for anything that is you know they call masculinity in general this evil thing when in real life someone that's masculine is not going to be a guy that's out trying to force his way on women but instead he would he would direct himself to take good care of the women in his life and not not to damage them that's not masculinity that's lack thereof most folks you see like this sorry about that i'm i'm recording all this with my cellular device and people people text and message me throughout the day but people that um men who take advantage of other people lots of them um statistically proven now have some sort of father issue in their life whether there was a lack of a father he left when they were very young or there was a divorce for whatever reason the father role was not fulfilled um, there wasn't a good direction in a young man's life a, a, a male figure to teach him how to be a real man someone that would take care of the elderly and children and females and other males um someone that would um stand up and be courageous that's that's what being a man is that's true masculinity that's uh this toxic masculinity stuff that you hear it's foolishness 100 percent foolish and if we'd spend more time with our kids and teach them the appropriate way to behave Instead of just setting them down in front of a screen and letting a television or a cell phone or an iPad nowadays, you see that a lot, or an iPad raise the child for them. If uh, children would spend more time with their actual parents instead of being raised by grandparents, that's something else that you see in this generation that's coming up. They're really, they're really fast to have kids, just not in any particular hurry to take care of the the prodigy that they make and as sad and pathetic as that is it's just that's part of it that's the world that we live in today and um all i can do is pray for those people maybe you pray too if you do that's great and i i'll tell you i i appreciate any prayer i get maybe you just meditate or something like that and that's your job if so, I'm not going to beat prayer over your head. But uh, maybe keep uh, these people that need you in your positive thoughts or whatever you want to call it. Whatever your job is. I'll pray for you also. As well as everybody else listening. Hey, this has been, um, this has been Earl Baldwin, the wild man. End of the wild. Um, next week... 
I'm hoping to have one of my mountain man friends with me to uh, to hit y'all up, and uh, we'll discuss a uh, a different wilderness related topic for you. And uh, remember to keep an eye open for episode eight of My American Journey free on Amazon Prime. Um, I appreciate y'all listening to our program today, and uh, we'll see you next time. Adventure on.